right then. Episode two, behind the bleachers. We're back. Um, last one, we just talked. Teams we love. Uh, iconic moments. All that good stuff. But today, we're going to finally dive into what's going on in the real world. Oh, getting we're getting into it. Getting into it. So, um, the idea at this point forward, obviously, you know, we can still have our days where we just want to reminisce and just remember all the good things that yeah. happened. But let's talk about what's going on now. Um, so, there I don't think is any better place to start right now than college football. A um, lot, of, lot of things going on in the college football world. Uh, so, I guess the first thing I would like to throw out to you, how are we feeling about uh, current playoff situation? Uh, I am a fan um, overall. You, you like the four teams that are currently playing. You, you think that that's a good one? I mean, I'm a fan of it. Um, from what I remember about the BCS, it wasn't that great. Um, I get so, that. Yeah. So we are in a better spot than we were in the BCS because uh, I remember a lot of um, animosity, negativity towards the BCS. Towards the computer. Uh, towards the computers. Bad computers. Um, those were some bad computers uh, back then. But we are in a better format, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to the 12-team more. Um, so then that way we can get rid of all the bickering and, and arguing that my team should have been in, your team should have been out, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with uh, Florida State was robbed. Um, I'm sorry. That is just, I, I'm not happy about the situation. I, I, I am very much of the opinion good riddance four-team format. Uh, I think it'll fix a lot of garbage because the thing is, is right now you have a lot of teams playing at really high levels. Um, and I mean, before, you know, the Pac-12 disintegrated, uh, how do you argue against, you know, what could have essentially been a nightmare scenario for them in any format where you have, you know, five different 13-0 and teams that are all fucking conference champions? How do you uh, how do you argue with that? So I am very glad to see the four team format go bye bye. Um, like I said, I think I think Florida is absolutely shafted in that whole endeavor. But I feel a little bit differently. I know you feel a little bit differently, but I, that's that's fine. I just I I don't know if I like it. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, I'm just not sure I like it. I I get where you and probably the rest of Florida State uh, supporters or fans are coming from. Um, I'm not even a Florida State fan. I don't even well, like yeah. Florida State, but I just I don't I, mean, I don't think it was right. I'm including the fans. Okay. Or or you as like a supporter that they should have been in. I think they should have been in. Um Yes. I, I, I will die on that hill. I <laughs> I feel like um with the uh selection show that I watched, um, their strength of schedule was fifty fifth in the nation. Um they were on their third string quarterback. I know Ohio State was uh, on their third string that's with Cardell. That's the first thing I would get ready to bring I, up because I've know. seen that everywhere. I the know. very first one, you have a third string quarterback yeah. going in and winning it all, and you're going to prevent the Knowles from taking a I, shot like that. I get it, but they they've been struggling their last two or three games. Um, Ohio State was not struggling; they were uh, still thriving. Um, they beat, uh, if I remember correctly, Wisconsin fifty nine to nothing. Um, just just so, a reminder: this Alabama team this year has had, uh, I think, five different games decided decided by one score. Just want to 
throw that one out there. Well, it might not be five, but I'm pretty sure it's five. Well, we're on Florida State right now, but I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, strength well, of schedule. teams being UCF. Yeah. <laughs> Just really want to throw that one out there because uh, what? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, their strength schedule is 55th. Uh, they've been struggling the last three games, two or three games. Um, they're on their third string quarterback. So um, I I would agree that Florida State is out. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, they won 16-6 to in their uh, conference championship game. If they would have – I was watching College Game Day uh, this past Saturday, and I believe it was Herb Street, uh, Kirk Herb Street, another Ohio State Kirby. great. Kirby. Uh, he, he pointed out that if they would have went out and killed, uh, metaphorically speaking, whoever they played – uh, in the conference championship game that more than likely they would have been in, uh, just like high state got to. Um, I, okay. I do agree with that. Here's the thing. I'm not going to disagree with the thought process that got there, but I'm not going to pretend like I liked it. Uh, I can respect that. I, I get that completely, I but I just, that. it does blow my mind that, you know, Florida state is, or that, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't, I don't know. It, it's not good. I don't like it. Yeah. I, get I think it. there's a lot of people that agree that I don't like it. Uh, some of those people not being Alabama fans, they're they're all for it. But I do, I do stand by the fact that I do think that that was a bunch of bunch of chicanery. Even my big word for the Tom, day, tomfoolery, tomfoolery, uh, all sensicalness. Oh gosh, um, if I would have to choose a team that I would would have liked to see them get in, um, I would probably go Georgia. I would I would have liked to seen them. Um, I get why they didn't get in, but at the same time, you're you're the number one team, and then all of a sudden you go to twelve. Uh, I just I don't I don't see I see it, but I don't see it. I honestly have a lot of question marks about how everything got decided this year. Um, like I said I think if anything, all this did was unite everybody on the fact that the four team playoff format is abysmal. And uh, we should be – I will be very happy next year when I never have to see a four-team playoff ever, ever again decided the way that it was decided in this fashion. So, absolutely looking forward to that. I cannot wait. Um, big thing about that, though, is uh, lots of conference realignment. That's what, it's what the time time talk about, conference realignment. Um, obviously a big one. Pac-12, now Pac-2. That's awesome. Wazoo. Not really, uh, but uh, I'm gonna miss you know no more night, <laughs> no more tuning into college football at ten thirty at night. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll see a lot less of that. You bet. Um, I don't. I don't see that happening a whole lot anymore. Nearly as much, but uh, I'm not pretending like I I hated that because uh, you know sometimes you get stuck working midnight shift to turn some football on, <laughs> watch, watch watch some crazy. Uh, Pac-12 after dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's going to be missed. Uh, but no, the, the the absolute falling apart of the Pac-12 is probably the biggest piece of conference change. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, I mean, money talks. If you're not it gonna, does. if you're not gonna, you know, I think it's entirely the Pac-12's fault that that probably happened. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I just that still blows my mind. I guess it fell apart in the way that it did, but I mean, yeah. it just goes to show you, got to do something. Yeah, there there had to have been some way that they could have kept it together and figured something out for the conference. Um, it it's pretty crazy to see that uh, 
in their last year of being Pac-12 um, is probably their best year in who knows how many years. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the Pac-12 teams that are, you know, I, I mean, I can't remember the exact thing it was, but, you know, of the just talking conference realignment in general of like, mm -hmm. you know, the top 10 teams in the country right now are mm -hmm. all going to be sec or yep. big 10 teams yep. except for Florida. Yeah. So, you know, of the top 10 or 11 teams, all but one of them are going to be in a one of two conferences next year. Yep. It, uh, it, it's sad to see. Um, like I said, especially since the, in their last year of PAC 12, um, is probably their best year in who knows how many years. Oh, yeah, years. no, it's, it's, it's sad to absolutely. see. Absolutely. Um, especially, you know, you, you've always thought of Power 5, and now it's pretty much like Power 4. Um, it's, I, it's barely even Power 4 at this yeah, point, because I'm going to be yeah. honest, the ACC, a lot of question marks when they're, you know, when they're, uh, the champion gets left out of the 14 playoff that we no longer have to see anymore. Yeah. So, uh do we think Florida goes anywhere? I don't see them going anywhere. I don't know if I see them going anywhere either, but if you had to see them, if they were going to go somewhere, where do you think they go? They would go SEC. I think that – I think they would go the SEC also just because of the geographical, yeah. like, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I do think it would be hilarious to see them in the Big Ten, but I don't think that's going to happen. No. But I do I, I do think that there might be a lot of questions when it comes to, you know – possibly moving conferences i mean because yeah. at that point you have to wonder yeah you have to wonder um nobody ever expected us uh big 10 um sorry big 10 to get the four teams that we got uh except somebody that's sitting right next to you because well, i don't know if you recall but not so very long ago i made it very clear this was probably two months before that uh was ever even talked about I swore up and down that if the Big Ten was going to add anybody, you did. it was going to be Oregon and Washington, and it was going to be uh, USC and UCLA. Mm -hmm. I talked all of that. You did. Because, and then I also tried to guess who the other two teams were because in my head they were going to basically split it and have a whole nother division. This was before I gave that any more thought because at that point I, you know, I didn't piece together a three-team division doesn't or a three-division uh, conference doesn't really make sense. Um, but I, I was all for the idea of there being a Pacific division in the in the Big Ten that consisted of like six Pac-12 teams essentially. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I've been, I don't know something about the connection Ohio State and Oregon have had there for a little bit. Like I don't know what it is that that kind of always planted the seed in my brain that like these, this is something that could maybe happen. Mm -hmm. And then I just you know realistically I never saw only one team jumping ship to come to the Big Ten. Like it, it was there was never going to be just one. There was never going to be a migration of really like one team. I mean even uh, with the Big Twelve, you know losing Texas and Oklahoma. That was not one team. That was two. <laughs> like, I, did, I don't know. I think it'd be weird if only one team is ever jumping ship at a time. Yeah. I think it's always going to happen in pairs. Yeah, I would, but, I would agree. Well, I mean, I guess we'll talk Big 12 then. Um, yeah, we talked about AC, ACC for a minute. Uh, I said Big 12, but we could talk ACC. No, I'm saying we already. Uh, yeah, I guess we did. So, Big 12. Um, like I said, Oklahoma and Texas are now no longer going to be part of the Big 12. So, how do we feel – Conference-wise there, I mean, I think that the Big 12 is going to 
I don't know who the big guys are, and I obviously don't know how. I want to say how relevant because they're still going to be a relevant conference, but I think that Texas and Oklahoma were powerhouse teams that were well, not so much Texas, but Oklahoma has been you know one of the scarier teams in that division for a while. So Texas is back though. Te- well, Texas they're, is back. They're back. Yeah, they're I get back. it. They're back, but they might not be Texas of old, but they're back. I yeah, I do agree with that. They they are a team that is back. That's a you know they're a scary team again. So I do think it'll be interesting to see them in the SEC and how that kind of plays out because I think you're gonna have the toppling of a lot of. I want to say tradition, longstanding norm or normalcy. I don't know if that's a word. Normalcy. Normalcy. Thank you. I, I think you're going to see that toppled by throwing in two brand new teams from a different conference that are going to potentially shake things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you have a team like Alabama who doesn't look like the Alabama of the last four or five years, I think that that is something that is going to potentially mess with a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, on a lot of levels, honestly. But I, I do think that that will be really – Interesting to see how that all plays out when, you know, with the SEC expanding to them. Uh, but now, yeah, like I said, I don't know how I feel about the Big 12 now. I know that, you know, there's new teams coming to the Big 12, but I don't know if – I'm sorry, Colorado. Like, the big, honestly, Utah, I think, is the biggest grab for them because I don't think Colorado is going to be the – this is our new Oklahoma. No, it is not. Yeah, I feel like – Coach Prime or not, <laughs> sorry, not happening. I, uh, I Not feel, yet, at least. yeah. I feel like they uh, they just got the number one recruit. Um, he announced on undisputed undisputed uh, last week um, that he was going to go to Colorado. So uh, that's uh, no gonna, Colorado. I think will be a team help. to be trifled with eventually, but I I don't think uh, obviously before it was easy to you know Deion Sanders was plugged into a team that wasn't very good and immediately snap done. I knew that wasn't going to happen at Colorado. It's going to take a little bit longer because yeah. of the I mean. They're essentially a step up in where they compete at. Mm-hmm. So I think that eventually Colorado will be a more intimidating and terrifying team to play against, and I think that they're going to be one of the bigger teams in the Big 12, but I think we're probably at least a year or two out from that. Yeah. Like, I don't think next season, so maybe two or three years out from that, from seeing a real – I'll give them two. I'll give them two years, too. I think that'll be – I mean, the program, I think, will trend in the right direction at that point. Um, Dion predicted they're going to make the playoffs next year. Um, With the new format, they might. The new format, yeah, it's obviously a lot more doable. I don't know how I feel about that yet because of – I don't know because there's going to be a lot of cannibalism that happens now because of the amount of talent that is going to be loaded into basically two divisions. Yeah, um, I do think that – you know, because before there was a lot of Pac-12 cannibalism. They were always, you know, keeping themselves out of things. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that uh, that's the only thing I'm not super huge on Big Ten-wise is that the amount of Big Ten cannibalism that's probably going to start happening is going to be spotlighted way more because uh, – and I don't – I mean, the same thing is going to happen in the SEC because Oklahoma and Texas are two teams that are going to compete at a higher level, so it's going to put teams like Georgia and Alabama and LSU on their toes a little bit more because mm-hmm. those are teams that are always playing at the top. Right. So I think that we have the potential for more cannibalism between in those two divisions of just you know absolutely eating each other up when it comes to that and sabotaging basically playoff runs. But uh, 
No, I think it'll be it'll be good. Well, I don't know if it'll be good, but it'll be entertaining at the very it least. It will be entertaining. Um, but yeah, so that's how I feel about Big Twelve. Uh, ACC. I again, I wonder how long Florida sticks around at this point. I really don't Florida know. State. Florida State. Sorry, forgive me. But uh, no, I, I do wonder how much longer Florida sticks around the ACC because uh, they're not the. I mean, who you got in the ACC? You got Florida. Sorry, State. Florida State. You have Florida State and, like, Clemson are, like, the real big ones from that division. They're from that. Yeah. I mean, I just. Florida State, Clemson, that's pretty much all you got. Uh, exactly. I mean, at least in the realm of football. Uh, I just. Duke's trying. Duke's trying. I do. I did like this. It was kind of fun watching them, you know, put together a pretty good run. North Carolina's trying. I just I don't know right now the ACC I don't think is in the best spot so I don't think it bodes well for you know that's I think that's part of the reason why uh, the ACC why Florida State didn't make playoff is because you know you're playing Louisville mm-hmm. like I I get it had they been playing like I mean in the SEC game you have Georgia and Alabama playing and then. I mean, I guess I can't say that too much because the Big Ten championship was, you know, Michigan Lopsided. and Iowa. So, yeah. Granted, Iowa played way better than I thought they would. They did. They gave Michigan a little bit of a run. They but did. They not, just don't have offense. They don't have offense. But I, I, I will say, I mean, it was at least interesting. It was. From that perspective. It was. But, no, I um, I, I think that's a lot of in- interesting stuff. It is. So, you know. Definitely be is. interesting. Um. I don't think you can talk college football without talking transfer portal. Oh, the boy. The portal. The portal is coming in to suck up all your players and throw them around the country. Um, Big one for us. Kyle McCord. Bye. Wow. I've said it once. I say it. He has said it multiple times. Multiple I've been times. talking about this a little bit. Every time I try. Bye. 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 All right. Um, Just, I don't necessarily know if I feel the same way about Kyle McCord. I think uh, – I get it. I mean, he he's taught. I mean, the media around it talked like this was his decision. He's sacrificing himself for the greater good of Ohio State. Sure, maybe. I don't think. Uh, well, let me start with this. Ohio State fans are delusional. We are. Don't say we are. I am delusional, but I also am grounded in reality at least a little bit. We as Ohio I'm not. State. I'm not ready to. You know. Uh, fucking put Ryan Day up on a cross because he lost to Michigan once. I'm not even ready to do it after three times. Um, after four, we can start thinking about it. But uh, I, I think that the the expectations of the Ohio State fan base are beyond comprehension. It is of a normal human being's like realm of capability. Like it's just insane. Some of the delusions oh. I've heard are just absolutely befuddling. I'll give um, you that. Some people's mind, you know, any year we're not going to the national championship. That is a that is a failed season, um, or at least the playoff. No, I'm telling you, I've met people that if we're not competing for the national championship, it doesn't matter. What? There are some teams that aren't even bowl eligible, and you're worried about not playing in the national championship. I get it. It's nice. I know what it's like. I mean, but I'm not ready to throw the team in the trash just because you know they only made it to the. The semifinals, or you know, they were only ranked top eight. Like, yeah, what have you seen the top eight ranked teams in the country right now? That's amazing that they're ranked in the top eight. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not ready to just you know 
roll over and die because you know we've had some kind of falterings. Yeah. yeah, I also don't think Ryan Day's a bad coach either. I know there's a lot of Whoa, what's he doing? He's not. He's not a bad coach. This man knows how to recruit like a crazy person. I don't care what you say. The amount of talent that has been in Ohio State since he's taken over is insane. Now, granted, they don't always stay because, you know, they don't have the person they need at the helm to do things, but that doesn't mean that the amount of uh, amount of talent isn't being brought in, and that's not happening for no reason. I mean, like, the head coach is kind of a big part of, you know, recruiting people. He gets a yeah. – he gets a – a little bit of a say in, you know, what they're going to be doing. So Just a little bit. Um, I think it's awesome uh, to see the talent so far. Uh, there's a lot of question marks, you know, quarterback-wise, what's going to happen. Are they going to grab a portal quarterback? Or are they going to try with uh, Nolan. Aaron Nolan? He could be the next one. Uh, I do think that Kyle McCord is not a bad quarterback. I know he's you disagree. Not. Uh, okay. He- so. We've decided that logically man. he's not a he's right, not thank a bad you. quarterback. I don't think Kyle McCord's uh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I still think Kyle McCord is a good quarterback. I think that he's maybe not the best fit for Ohio State, and I'll yes. just leave it at that. Yes. Um, obviously, you have some crazy weapons on the team as far as receiving that make that a little bit easier for you. But I don't think that he's a bad quarterback for a first year starter. Uh, he showed up in every aspect except for at the Michigan game when it came to crunch time. So mm-hmm. I can't complain too much. I mean, he basically went one for three on insane, you know, I need to show up to help us beat this ranked team kind of mentality. And, you know, uh, that insane drive there at the end of the Notre Dame game, he showed up. He was there. He did. Uh, I mean, there were still some scary moments in that. But, I mean, were. got it done in the end. At least that's where I kind of stand with it. Yeah. So, you know what? I, best of luck. Yeah. I hope you find success, but I hope I it's hope not against too. Ohio State. Um, I hope he does, too. Um, with with McCord. I don't know who I'm talking to because anytime I've talked about this before with him, it's bye, bye, but trash, I, bye. But <laughs> I have I have also said he's not a bad quarterback. Okay, well. Um, he just – he's not – he like you said he's not a uh, I don't feel like he's a fit for Ohio State. Well, and that's because um, the <laughs> that the level of delusion in the Ohio State yeah. fan base is so high they don't believe that you know a talented quarterback like that. He's he's not a bad quarterback. Okay. I've I've previously said this before. He's not a bad quarterback. He just doesn't fit Ohio the Ohio State mold uh, because of the insanity. Uh, well, that's and, and the that, delusions that, of grandeur and that is, everything else. That is part of it. Um, but we've, uh, I believe, Kane at work said that um, we've been spoiled with Braxton Miller, Terrell Pryor. We've been spoiled uh, with a Barrett, immaculate Cardell. set of so, quarterbacks. So then, when we get a quarterback like McCord, we're like, oh man, this ain't the guy. And so um, he's just he's not a bad quarterback because uh, you've told me plenty of his stats and it's made me realize he's not a bad quarterback. It's just he, to me, he's up and down, up and down. I'm not going to pretend like I don't think he's shaky and up and down because I do. I get it. He's, he he doesn't seem as confident Um, in the same line. I mean, I just, he doesn't necessarily have the on-field presence yes. that I think that he needed to yes. be like. Oh man, that's Colin McCord. Yeah, we gotta watch out. Yeah, he has the Marvin pre- Harrison is the man that was in charge of being that yes. like 
we need to quadruple cover this man. Yeah. Like this is who we're playing against. Yeah. McCord has a presence of a of a smaller um market. And I still stand that that's because he's a first year quarterback. I get it. Well, that's also true. He just when you think of Ohio State quarterback, you just don't think Kyle McCord. Yeah, that's um, probably true. Um um he just yeah, uh, he's not a he's not a bad quarterback though. He's really not. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad we've at least settled on that because previously you seemed pretty dead set. And I mean, still buy. Okay, still uh, buy. At least you stood on that. Yes, I will continue to stand on that. That's fine. Um, I, I mean, I listen as long as the progression's good. I don't care. Yeah. I'm hopefully we see something hopefully, better. Yeah. Hopefully we get somebody better. Um, Aaron Nol- Nolan would be really Nolan, cool. That would be cool. I um, don't, a transfer quarterback. Transfer quarterback is also a possibility. Yeah. I mean. Arch Manning, if you're interested. Your Uncle Omaha. Uh, Omaha, Omaha. Um, and then as far as Ryan Day, my take on Ryan Day, um, I feel like, in my opinion, w- he's not necessarily should be out of there, but he dev- his seat's awfully hot. I think um, next year's the deciding factor. I think if you lose to yes. Michigan a fourth year in a row, yeah. I think at that point they might make coaching change up. Yeah. Um, like I said, you can excuse some bouts of, you know, being down from it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I do not think, however, that you can go four years in a row. No, you can't. Uh, once again, I do stand that, you know, Michigan has been a top-ranked team, like an insane team the last, you know, few years. Yeah. So, again, this is the Ohio State delusion that because we're losing to, like, the number two and three, you know, our only loss of those seasons basically – well, that's not completely true, but like when the only losses of the last two seasons Regular are against, season. you know, uh, the number one, the number two, or the number three team, I don't know how you justify firing a head coach over that. Yeah. Um, I, I get that there are rivals, so like I understand it, but I, I do stand that this is once again the delusion of an Ohio State fan. Like, yeah. oh, he's not, he's not good enough because he's not beating the the number two team in the country he's not beating the number one team in the country and we're only the third best in the country like the level of insanity is beyond comprehension i still stand by that but that doesn't mean i don't love ohio state and their fans but i still i will die on the hill they're just insane the level of expectation and what they want out of everybody is just mind-boggling yeah he uh his his seat's hot right now um Especially after losing to an interim head coach, um, uh, you just you, you you almost can't do that. Um, let alone being Michigan. Um, but I, I, I mean, and I get that. But I I would agree with you. Next year, uh, if he loses again, like he, I said, he should be the, gone. The 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 important thing about that is it wasn't another loss to Jim Harbaugh. He did not that, lose to Jim Harbaugh this year, that so is, that's a step in the right direction. That is a step in the right direction, but you can't. He broke lose. the losing streak against him. Oh gosh, uh, but yes, you can't. You you almost can't lose to an interim coach. I, and I get that. That's something a lot of people say is you can't lose to an interim coach. But I mean, I just I don't. Especially I'm not Michigan. ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater quite yet. No, I'm no. sorry, I'm not it, ready to sabotage not the, yet. the entire thing. I try, I try my best to be a logical Ohio State fan instead of delusional. Those things hard to put together sometimes. It is. Those two are two things do not necessarily go hand in hand. They do not uh, for most of our fan base. But I try my best to be delusional, not delusional. Not you, just oh yes, yeah. yes. I apologize. Um, but yeah, so we we will see next year how things go. And then we'll uh, we'll determine 
uh, we'll see if he needs to go or stay. I mean, next year's the year. It's a deciding factor. So, well, I guess my might still talk it real quick. How we feel about uh, how we feel about Marv staying? I've seen where he's undecided. Uh, his biggest goal was to uh, win the Big Ten and beat Michigan, and he's done neither of those. So I, I, I feel like he could stay for another year, try it, give I, it a try. I think he might just because of the NIL deal. It, that is true. Insanity also. Um, um, I think between that and the – I also think that he is a Heisman – was a Heisman finalist this year. I think if he comes back next year and the right quarterback is there, I think maybe we see another good chance, good another run at the Heisman, plus Agreed. the opportunity to beat Michigan, Agreed. plus the opportunity. I think he only benefits by staying in college at this moment in time because regardless, I think he gets drafted. Worst case scenario at this point, he's just made twenty million dollars playing college football. Yeah, it's pretty good. Even if he gets injured at the end of it and doesn't necessarily go super high in the NFL or tanks his draft stock a little bit. You've still made twenty million dollars. In the normal person, you've done it. Yeah, done pretty well for yourself. Um, I I could also see him leaving. Um, I mean, I I could. I'm not going to be surprised if he does declare for the draft, but I do think that there's a compelling argument to be made that he stays. Yeah, of course. For an extra year. Of course. Um, they're saying he could go as high as two, uh, if I remember correctly. Why well, be two when you can be one then? Two or two or three. Um, eh, I mean. Non quarterback, it's it's pretty rare for you to go number one. Oh, I know, but um, unfortunately, football is a highly biased uh, quarterback sport. Um, that's the only reason why I, ha- I hate football. Um, that's, I mean, the rules changing and all that. That's a that's a minor reason why I hate football. But my biggest reason why I hate football is is it's so quarterback centric. Um, uh, Heisman, it's three out of four our quarterbacks uh draft pick typically number one is a quarterback or or if it's a game they headline the quarterback versus quarterback instead of this team versus this team um but anyway i digress uh i could see him leaving because if i remember correctly they got him going like two or three so um he sees could happen he sees those numbers with the zeros and and whatnot. More zeros at the end of twenty million. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. So, so if we're gonna make this a business decision, I think business dictates twenty yeah. million better than yeah you know, your rookie contract. Yeah. So we'll it, see here in a few months. Be interesting to see. Absolutely. Speaking of NFL. Mm-hmm. How the Ravens doing? They are doing great. How are uh, the Ravens? Uh, if I remember correctly, we are number one in the conference, not just the division. Um, thanks to Kansas City. Uh, I almost said shitty. Thanks uh, to Kadarius Tony. Yes. Being t- hilariously offside. Offside and didn't ask the ref if he was onside or not, like you're supposed to as a wide receiver. Um, thanks to him and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, losing the other night. We are number one in the conference, if I remember correctly, not only the division. Uh, so we are playing at a good level right now. Um, uh, OBJ is doing better. Uh, with Lamar, I feel like they're getting a better uh, rapport going off uh, on the field, and uh, it's looking it's looking good. I'm not gonna hold my breath because we did lose to the Colts, <laughs> and uh, the Colts didn't even have Anthony Richardson playing any given Sunday. Any given any given Sunday. Uh, uh, also a good movie, but uh, 
but um, we we'll see. We'll see. I'm not gonna hold my breath, but it's looking good. Let's stop Tampa then. They got a win. They did. They got a win. They did. They are now tied for number one in the NFC South. That doesn't mean much because it's a three-way tie, mm-hmm. but a three-way tie with a record that in almost every other division puts you at third. But hey, at least we're not last. That's right. Shake and bake. Could win the re- they could lose the rest of the season, and they will still not be last in that division. That is true. So, I'm going to be honest. don't know how I feel about it. don't know if I really want the Bucks to win the division. I do, but at the same time, is that really a good thing? Mm, I mean, puts them into a harder schedule next year. That is true. And it also puts them in a position to have a lower draft pick. That is also true. Only reason why I maybe don't want them to win the – I do want them to win the division, but I also understand that that comes with the consequences of sabotaging ourselves because Mm -hmm. there are some things that we're going to need here in the future. Um, Baker, at least for the most part, I've been happy with. I think uh, think he's a good quarterback. I think I've seen some things that make me happy. Obviously, he's not ever. He's not going. The expectations for him were set extraordinarily high because, again, you're replacing Tom Brady with him. But I think he's done really well. Um, not to say that there hasn't been some moments where I'm like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" Um, but I, I like Baker. I like Baker Mayfield. He's solid. I just, you know, there's some things that I, honestly, I think one of the biggest downfalls of uh, Tampa Bay is that the coaching. Honestly, I think the coaching could use a little bit of work, but I get it. Okay. Um, I mean, is what it is. Hey, keep seeing you know people say we gotta get Mike Tomlin out of here. Mike Tomlin, Tampa Bay would love to have you. Um, feel free to come on down. I have no issues with that. Uh, just don't bring Matt Canada. I know he's already gone, though. But yep. you know, don't, don't we don't want him. But we want you. Be happy to have you down there. You know, beautiful sunny Florida. Mm. The Tampa area is wonderful this time of year. It's wishful thinking. I don't see him going. I don't know if I see him going either. But in the same vein that Ohio State fans are delusional, the Steelers fan base is also delusional. The yeah. only thing they were not delusional about was Matt Canada. But I agree completely. Matt Canada is the devil. Well, I don't know if he's necessarily the devil. He's the devil. Probably you the and devil. you and Tone Diggs off of a Pat McAfee show feel like that. It doesn't matter. He uh, is the devil. And then the rest of the Steelers fans. Yep. But uh, there are some delusional people out there that are trying to. They're, they're blaming Mike Tomlin for all of this downfall. Which uh, he might sure. have a piece. Go ahead, blame him. He might have a piece. He would love of to it. come to Tampa. It's a lot warmer than Pittsburgh. I also feel like they <laughs> they need to give uh, Kenny some uh, some more time. Oh yeah. He it's not like he's yeah. it's not like he's uh he was or is uh playing in a hard division. He uh, is. He is. I mean po- arguably the hardest. Um it's not like he's some, you know, high level top rated quarterback coming out of college and and whatnot. So I feel I mean, like yeah. he's I feel like he's one of those quarterbacks that you gotta give him a few years to um, learn and grow and, and all that stuff. Uh, NFL is a lot different than college. And that's why I show love for Zach Wilson. Well. I uh, love Zach Wilson. He's quite the entertainment story at the very least. But I love At the, the very least. I, lo- I love that this is highlighting how just mismanaged the Jets are as a franchise in general. Just this, It's ridiculous. All of it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a shit show right now. Um, 
it's awesome. It, it, uh, I don't metaphorically awesome. Sure. Um, I wish for Garrett Wilson uh, and some of the other talented people um, that's on the team, especially on offense. Uh, I wish they had a better situation. Um, if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, um, who knows how this season would be looking for Man, them. He's still got time to make a comeback. Uh, you know, at the rate he's going, he he's looking like he's going to, but I don't I know. Think it, I do think something about it would be hilarious to put him in the very last game. Yeah, and he's crazy enough to do it, even though they're out of the playoff race. Doesn't matter. It'd be really entertaining. It would. He's got to take at least one snap by the end of the season. At the rate he's going, he he very At least well could. One. He very well could, but we'll see. No, like I said, playoff races heating up. So who we is. who we taking this year in the Super Bowl? Oh, I'm going to go. I with, know my pick. I'm going to go with my Ravens. Um, just because obviously it's my team and we're playing really really well overall. Uh, NFC. Uh. I don't know. Um, you've talked about the Eagles and the Niners. Give me the Eagles. I'm going to go, if not those two, I'm going to go the Cowboys. I'm going to go Eagles. Birds, baby. Um, well, no, no, no. That's a win. It's a, uh, I think that okay, I think it's going to come down to San Francisco and uh, Philly. And Philly just got obliterated by San Francisco. I think think that come playoff time though if you do that matchup again i think the eagles take it i, I think there's sure. just they, they operate at a weird level and i firmly i'm a firm believer that jalen hurts is him there's a wonderful quarterback right there mm-hmm. um i think uh i i think we'll have a, a birds uh super bowl this year between the eagles and the ravens uh i think the chiefs are just a little shaky right now and there's a lot going on uh hopefully they don't send Kadarius Tony to canada until the end of the season that way he can uh continuously sabotage the, the chiefs while being 100 feet off sides yeah. it's just i don't know Kadarius tony's been the talk of a lot of awfulness this season well that's what happens when uh when you line up offsides and don't look at the ref to see if you're on sides or not or on the opening day you know uh, arrowhead stadium you just drop about ten thousand ten thousand passes that you just didn't catch correct that also doesn't help your case yeah. so uh so. anyway i think he'll be an awesome addition to the edmonton elks next year um I think he'll be a great receiver for them. Uh, it's going to be ridiculous, the stats they'll put up. So I uh, look forward to seeing his debut in the CFL. Um, but, no, on a real note, I think Eagles-Ravens Super Bowl. Um, uh, I don't even care who wins that one. I'd be happy either way because I enjoy the Eagles franchise, honestly. A very strange franchise. But I also like the Ravens. Um, I think I'd love to see them win. Uh, the optimist in me says Tampa Bay could take it, but uh, I'm going to watch them lose to the Cowboys probably again this year, which is fine because Dak Prescott has apparently decided to start playing football again. Mm-hmm. So Cowboys could also go, but I don't know if they've got the gas in them to win the Super Bowl. But Yeah, that's true. No amount of, oh, yeah, here we go, is going to be able to – Yeah. I'm going to be able to, you know, jumpstart them into winning the Super Bowl, especially against uh, – against, uh, the Ravens, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. You'd be interesting. Interesting. Uh, I said anything could happen, but like I said, Absolutely I think the Ravens can. are hot. 
I think they're going to be really hard to slow down. Mm. I think they probably went out the rest of the year, honestly. It's possible. Their schedule isn't particularly scary. Yeah, it's possible. Although, well, I forget. Do they play 49ers sometime soon? I cannot remember off the top of my head. I don't think the Ravens were part of the bird gauntlet they were playing. Oh, God. I know. We are not getting to that. Let's talk about the bird gauntlet. We are not. Maybe another day. That's fine. We can talk bird gauntlet another way. All the real NFL, you know, lovers, they they know all about the bird gauntlet. They love the the potential of the bird gauntlet, winning the bird gauntlet. And, of course, the only thing unrivaled to the bird gauntlet is Scorigami. Neither of those are relevant. Speaking of which, we had an almost scoregami over the weekend. Of course we did. We had a bunch of almost scoregamis. I don't think we had an actual scoregami. I know you don't care at all, but this is. I mean, it's statistical fun. It's interesting. It's statistical fun. But I just care about the game. I love scoregami. We root for scoregami in this household. That's what it's all about. Your household. My household, we root for Scorgami. We get a little knit thing that says in this house we root for Scorgami. Get it on a throw pillow, something. Your household, you root for Scorgami. My household, I root for watching the game and enjoying the game. This is why he's a fantasy hater, too. I won't argue with that. Okay, yeah, at least he accepts it, but no, I love fantasy football for, for me has made me enjoy the game of football even more. For you, I know it's made you. Angry, Less. bitter man. That, that is true. I, Mainly uh, because he's losing a lot. But That is also true. St. Augustine's spirits are probably not making the playoffs we, this year. We are not. I checked this morning, and we are out of the race. Um, it was a it was a good win uh, this past week. Uh, thank you, Derek. You've been for, eliminated? Yes. Oh, you've been eliminated from playoff contention? Y- yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. It uh, happens to the best of us. But yes. it does not happen to the Jackson Smooth criminals who are currently <laughs> – on pace to still make the playoffs. We uh, we got a good win against Derek. Uh, poor Derek. Yeah, poor Derek. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can't say much. I think we have the same record, or he has one more win than I do. So, um, but we we took a good win against him. Uh, but we are out of the playoffs. But I enjoy fantasy. It just makes me enjoy the actual games that I watch less because I'm carrying. I find myself caring more about players doing well or teams doing well more than just enjoying the game or enjoying my Ravens playing well. I can enjoy doing both because I'm just all about fun. I can't. All about the fun. So, speaking of fun, you know what was fun this year? What was fun this year? The NBA in-season tournament. It was fun. Look at that beautiful segue. That was a good segue. It was awesome. Um be honest, was not convinced that this in-season tournament was uh, for any reason. Correct. Then it kind of started to dawn on me, who really cares about the NBA right now when it comes to that stretch of games because of how much college and regular or professional football take over. Correct. So I get it. Um, What are your thoughts on in-season tournament? How do you feel about it? Uh, Me being a avid uh, basketball fan, for many, many years, um, especially uh, more of a traditional basketball fan. Mm. Uh, I did not like it at first. Um, I, uh, I I get it. I wasn't sold on it either yeah, at first. I was not sold at all. Um, the more and more that I watched it and got more understanding of it, um, I have became become a fan, whatever. I'm not an English major. Um, 
I have uh, came around to the idea of the in-season tournament. Um, I love the courts. I love the jerseys. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's lo- it's something different. Um, and when I found out that the each player on the team uh, gets 500k, um, that's that's pretty awesome uh, to see. Um, because especially um, like LeBron um, said after the game after their win, um, a lot of those guys at the end of the bench that 500k is is some big money. Uh, to them, um, 500k is big money to anybody, but especially the guys at the end of the bench or or yeah, yeah people making like the base contract. Yeah, like at that. Yeah. yeah, somebody making the league minimum or something like that. Nice little You're, cash infusion. Absolutely, that's a that's a nice little payday um, to be a part of the team. Um, so you know, uh, it's 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 a good thing. Um, they're trying to be competitive with other sports, and and they tried to. There, I I believe I heard uh, Adam Silver say um, that they tried to. It did. What? It did. Oh gosh. Um, I believe he said they were trying to model it after um, what soccer does. Um, no, I I agree. I think so. That so the, they did a good job. Yeah, I I think the uh, the NBA is that that was a step in the right direction because I'm not gonna lie. Not been, I think the NBA in the last like five seasons has just been at its least entertaining during this stretch. Yeah, I, I think the last like three or four seasons have basically been just dumb. Like I, I, I don't know. It's just it seems like it's more about the drama going on in the league than it has been about basketball for a little bit. And this was a nice change of pace. Uh, I thought it was fun. I've always mentioned, even in my notes. I enjoy nonsense. This is just absolute nonsense that they did it, but I absolutely love it. It paid off so well. Um, jerseys, some of them I'm a big fan of. Other ones, blech. Um, I'm not going to lie. wasn't a huge fan of the Cavs um, jerseys for it. Their court, on the other hand, loved it. I thought the court was really nice, one of the better ones, um, which I'll talk about my favorite courts here in a second But because I, I have a few of them. And then I have some ones I think are disgusting. Uh, but for the most part, the NBA in-season tournament was a lot of fun. I think it really did spice up the game of basketball yeah. in a time where people are more – I don't want to say people are more interested, but, like, the bigger draw at the time in this thing is college football playoffs and then the NFL playoff race is, on, is getting into the, you know, the ending. Like, it's mm-hmm. heating up real big, yeah. and you're trying to make your decisions. So I get that a lot of attention can be drawn away from the NBA. So this really did give meaning to a lot of games that don't normally matter at all. Correct. I mean – the first half of the season really doesn't matter a whole lot, at least until now. And I really, I, I love it because you've spiced up the first half of the season, made those games a little more meaningful. And now, you know, the second half of the season all counts for playoffs at this point. Like this is all stuff you're watching because you're now invested in the team that is trying to get towards the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think it was really good. I liked it. Um, I, I don't know about you, but what, what you got some, uh, courts you liked jerseys you liked specifically or nothing specific um i just i just enjoyed the jerseys um i've always been a big jersey guy um so i'm not really specifically a fan of somebody's jerseys uh over other people's um but the courts were cool um the courts were nice to see something different um uh it's pretty wild to turn the tv on and 
<laughs> watch a watch, turn a game one and you see these big ass oh, colorful cords. Oh, I love them. It, it was it was uh it took me a second to I love them with an asterisk. Yeah. Um it took me a second to wrap my brain around the idea, but after it almost looked like a um a Gus Macker court or something like that. Yeah. Uh, like top men's and women's mm-hmm. or something. Um but they uh, they did a good job. It was it was something fun. It was something different. So they did a good job. The Lakers obviously won that. I don't think we mentioned that yet. So go Lakers. That was go Lakers. Cool. Well, I guess you did mention them when you were talking about LeBron. Correct. But, Correct. Um, sure, why not? That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's another one of those random stats you can throw onto somebody's uh, resume. And Absolutely. Be like, this is why they're the greatest of all time. Absolutely. LeBron James had one in-season tournament win, and Michael Jordan had zero. <laughs> That'll yeah. be the comparison. I can't wait yeah. to see the dumb stuff you'll see on Twitter oh, yeah. about it. Like, I'm sure LeBron, who's the real goat? Yeah, I'm sure LeBron, LeBron has at least one in-season tournament win, and uh, MJ had zero. So, yeah. who's the real goat? Yeah, I'm sure LeBron um, supporters will. Uh, I love LeBron. I'm. I'm a. I. I think. The old Michael, LeBron sexuals. Oh, let's not go there. That's what they. Uh, that's what those are. Those crazy ones. Oh boy. All right. Never heard of that one. Really? Yes. Uh, Someone's not on NBA Twitter. Oh, I am not on Twitter at all. Uh, I am a Instagram and Snapchat person, but um, I'm sure this LeBron supporters will will throw that into his That'll argument. That'll be one of the insanity um, things. I'm a I'm a Michael Jordan fan. I believe he's the goat. Um. Pretty much the same as why I think Tiger Woods is the goat because Michael had an intimidation about him. Mm. People literally were afraid uh, to play the Bulls um, and to play against him. Um, and not only that, but Michael and Tiger changed outside of basketball and golf. Um, people people wanted to play basketball because of Michael Jordan. People wanted to play golf because of Tiger Woods. Um, I would argue. I think a lot of people want to play basketball because of LeBron James, also. But well, the younger generation, yeah. But before, Arr. but before, uh, whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I'm old um, compared to you, at least. But um, Michael, before Michael and the Bulls and all that, globally, basketball was pretty much unheard of. Now, a good chunk, I believe they said thirty percent, if I remember correctly, thirty percent is global players in the NBA before Michael before Michael and the Bulls basketball wasn't a thing and Mm. he he changed and so that's why I mean for you just specify not a thing outside of the United States really well yeah absolutely but I mean uh you know I mean for crying out loud people you know I, I hate to I hate to say it but for crying out loud people would stand in lines and and get killed over Michael Jordan's shoes uh, back in the nineties, uh, eighties and nineties. Um, and so, you know, I just, I just feel like, uh, Michael was not only great on the court, but he was off the court great Mm. as well and changed a lot for basketball. Same, same way with golf, golf, Tiger Woods, you know, before Tiger, there was a bunch of guys that would walk, uh, walk around smoking cigarettes and, and, you know, drinking and whatnot, uh, while they were playing. And after tiger unheard of, yeah, exactly. I love it. Exactly. And then after tiger guys are getting in the gym, they want to be in, they want to be in shape. They want to have big muscles and, and, and a six pack and whatnot. And they're walk around wanting to eat healthier while they're playing or drink healthier while they're playing. 
um, instead of walking around smoking a cigarette. I think you should be smoking ciggies if you're <laughs> playing golf, enjoying and, yourself. And and a little stogie. Yeah, and like, well, stogie maybe, but but a vodka. Oh uh, well, <laughs> that's that's for the recreational players. Uh, but they just, I feel like those two guys just changed the sports yeah. on and off of their, uh, playing, uh, playing atmosphere. I drove you into a really entertaining tangent by accident. I, we did. That worked. We did. I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't disagree with a lot that you said. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I do think, I think the NBA as a whole was trending in the correct direction again. Yeah. So like I said, I firmly believe that last few seasons of the NBA could probably forget about just not not peak like woo. Like I don't know. I don't have the same draw like I think the NBA started falling off twenty eighteen. Just felt like it kinda got into a rut. Yeah. It just wasn't super entertaining, at least from like my perspective. And you know, granted I'm not a diehard NBA fan, but like I'm the audience. Casual people, you're trying to get tuned into basketball. Yeah. The 2018 to 2022 stretch of NBA was not necessarily the greatest for yeah. somebody who's not up and up on. Like, the biggest thing I'm hearing about is fucking Ja Moran and his antics and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just. Or Devin Booker and his antics. Just, like, stuff like that. Like, that's not, like, ooh, cool, but, like, that's yeah. not. That's not what I want to necessarily watch basketball for. But um, real quick, I'm going to run through my five favorite uh, um, courts for the in-season tournament. That's the Cavs, Timberwolves, Lakers, the Jazz, and the Spurs. Special shout-out. Absolutely really cool courts. Flip side of that, the worst courts that I hated, and that would be the Pelicans, the Heat, the Wizards, the Trailblazers and the Rockets. Uh, I think they should abolish the color red from being on those uh, because I think a third of the, or not a third, uh, three-fifths of those teams I'm pretty sure had primary red, and I just think that's disgusting to look at on television. And I, the, the players are not super sold on it either, and I know for a fact they were not sold on the red. Uh, I think they could abolish red from being a giant primary color. Um, and I would be okay with that. Um, but... I know you said you're not a big Jersey guy for that. No, but, uh, I am. Oh, you are I a big am. Jersey. I thought I you said am. you weren't at first. Um, no. Let's talk jerseys overall then real quick. Let's just throw that in there. Uh, iconic sports jerseys. Uh, Let's see. For basketball, since we're on basketball. You can go I, any sport. <coughs> yeah. I'll but stay, let's start basketball. Yeah, I'll stay with basketball since we're in that sport. Um, I would go with the, uh, the teal uh pistons the teal pistons is an absolute gem Absolutely. i love teal pistons um the uh the pinstripe uh bulls got that in my closet um pinstripe bulls going mm-hmm. uh nba wise supersonics super seattle supersonics jersey Those is iconic good. and it is a tra- travesty mm-hmm. that uh the supersonics franchise does not exist in seattle I feel like they barely exist. I think eventually you'll probably we'll probably see the Supersonics return again, but I uh, I, I will die on the hill that they had some of the nicest jerseys. I loved the color combo. Supersonics were just beautiful team. They all. I also liked the uh, the old Utah Jazz. Um, the purple. The purple and the, and the the 
uh, mountains on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the, a good one. Those were good. Um, I like the old Hornets with the pinstripes. I'm going to say the Hornets pinstripes are awesome. I actually like most of the Hornets uh, attire in general. Like yes. I, I think their jerseys are good. Yes. Uh, for me, you got to talk Cleveland Cavaliers. The 2016 Cavs. Ooh, that black was Ooh. beautiful. I loved it when we did. That was like the the time of the little shield. Like, yeah, that's what I always remember is like the shield jerseys. Yeah. Those were really nice. Yeah. Um, like I said, those are awesome NBA jerseys. Let's go around the NFL. Iconic NFL jerseys. Uh, I'd go the uh, Oilers baby blue. The Oilers baby blue. Uh, that's a beautiful jersey. It is, arguably the best. Um, well, I got one I could argue is better, and that is your Tampa Bay cream sickles. Cream sickles are some of the nicest uniforms <laughs> in the league. Um, Kelly Green. Kelly Green. God, I love Kelly Green Eagles. Those are good. Awesome jersey. Uh, how you feel about you like Seattle's uh, like throwbacks? They're not bad. I don't think they're bad either. They're not bad. I like the blue, uh, the royal blue. Mm. That's a good touch. Um, with the old ones. Um, no, Kelly Green, beautiful. Yeah, they're Green not Sickle, bad. beautiful. Kelly Green are good, though. Oh, so nice. Um, trying to think. Tech or The Texans had this one where they had a metallic-looking helmet. I really like that one. Hmm. I, don't I don't remember that. That was something they did this season, I thought. They had, like, these, like, they were, like, a metallic, uh, like, the helmets were, like, metallic blue almost, and they were, like, real shiny. I don't know why. I thought it looked good. Hmm. But, yeah, the Oilers, uh, that powder baby blue, real good. Um, Dolphins retro jerseys. Yes. Like Dolphins retro jerseys. Yes. Um, that's always a good one. Trying to look at any other real good ones on top of my head. Um, I'm trying to think of some other iconic ones. I don't know. You want to go baseball? You can go baseball. I, I here. I'll, now I will say there's well, theme jerseys in general tend to be awesome. So like I love the NFL military line jerseys. Uh, yes. Ones from last year. Ones from this year. Awesome. Say the same thing about the MLB. I love the uh, Father's Day and Mother's Day jerseys. Yes. They're so much fun. They I love are. those. They are. Um, one of my favorite Tigers hats is one of the Father's Day ones. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know, something about this blue. I, I don't know. It's fun. I like it. It is. Baseball fun. Yeah. Baseball it, fun. It is. Very fun. It's a It's a good uh, It's a good thing that baseball does. Um, gives the. It's fun. It mixes it up. I like it because I'm gonna be honest. There's a there's a handful of variations of there. I mean, there's not a handful of variations of jerseys that a lot of them go through. So like the themed stuff like that is like the most interesting. So like I know Saint or not Saint Patrick's. What am I thinking of? There's another another one or like anytime they do. uh, Hispanic Heritage. Yes. Love Hispanic Heritage yes. jerseys from uh, the MLB. They're always amazing. Yep. MILB also has some absolutely awesome Hispanic Heritage jerseys. Um, I love the Columbus Clippers when they do Hispanic Heritage mm-hmm. days. Their stuff is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so special shout out to Columbus Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, said El Tigres. Love the love the Tigres. Um, they look beautiful. Um, then I can go hockey real quick. Uh, I'm out of this one. You're out of this one. Uh, we're going uh, CBJ, third logo. It's their uh, one that's got the big cannon on it, that like cream and navy blue. It's like a darker blue, not really navy. I know what you're talking about. Those, love, those are good. It's the one on my keychain. Yes. Uh, love that color combo. I think that's a good one. Um, I like uh, penguins jerseys. 
Penguins jerseys are good too. Uh, they've good. got some throwback ones I kind of like, and some like alternative logo ones I think are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day jerseys are awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other teams do this, but I do know the Columbus Blue Jackets do do the Fight Against Cancer one, and they have like these purple pink ones. Oh, okay. They look real cool. I like them. Huh. Um, but St. Patrick jerseys in there they do are awesome. Um, yeah, jerseys are awesome. I wish I could yeah. buy them all. Oh, buy absolutely all of them, but they're so expensive sometimes. They are. I just want to get real into the hockey jerseys, spending, you know, $200 a pop on some of these jerseys. Just absolutely. Mm-mm. That well, makes one of us. What about soccer? You got a head for soccer when it comes to jerseys? No. Nah. Okay, I'll leave you alone then. Well, I take that back. Uh, oh, uh, Madrid. I like their jerseys. Mm, that's a classic. Ronaldo. like the Arsenal jerseys. Like, uh, I can run through. Arsenal jerseys. Uh, crew, love that yellow. Uh, something about the, like, construction work of yellow is awesome. <laughs> um New York's, uh, the Red Bulls, like them. Yeah. Uh, LA Galaxy, another set of jerseys I think are pretty nice. Those are good ones. Um, trying to think if I want to get so many other good ones in there off the top of my head. Um, no, I think that's it for me. I'm tapped out on my knowledge of that. Or at least those are ones that I like stick out to me. I'm like, ooh, these are nice jerseys. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, um, Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Classic. Iconic, iconic jerseys, Classic. the Detroit Red Wings. Yes. Uh, I have a fun fascination with them, too, just because they're, like, the bully of basically, like, 90s hockey. Uh-huh. It's awesome. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh, that and just some of the random stuff. Seattle Krakens and the Las Vegas Knights. I almost forgot about them. Uh, both beautiful sets of jerseys. Uh, I think that um, – I think they both have really, really nice jerseys. <laughs> I mean, the Knights do. I'll Knights you, are beautiful. I'll, I'll I love, I love that gold. gold um, Seattle's like teal and dark and navy blue. I think are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. NFL, or it seems like newer teams are getting real good at doing uh, like beautiful jerseys. Yes. Um, I think that's obviously because older teams already have a brand established, so it's kind of hard to throw stuff in there. But like, yeah. I. I'm sad it took Tampa Bay this long to do creamsicle. And I know it was because of that NFL rule about helmets that just changed, which made the Kelly Green ones too, because that's the only reason that uh, they hadn't been doing Kelly Green throwback games was because of that stupid helmet rule. Mm-hmm. Once again, no fun league. Um, I, I'm i all for it. I am. I, I love the variation in uniforms. I think it's fun. Absolutely. Identity of a team. That's why college is better. That is why college is better. I absolutely... Oh, my God. We didn't even talk college uniforms. No, we're not. That's, that's I could go on yes. forever yes. about college uniforms. Exactly. Penn State's all white. Ohio State's black camo. Um, just insane. Uh, the uh, Mississippi, when they did the... Uh, they did the Oilers colors and they got in trouble. Yep. <laughs> like... I, I don't know. Oregon. I can even start I mean, with Oregon exactly. all 500 different uniform variations they have. But, oh, no, no, I love I – lo- I, I can't believe we forgot about that. Yeah, college football has some of the most iconic uniforms yeah. in the sport. Yeah, well, um, we don't have enough time for that one. Yeah, it's it's insane. Just the, we could go on the, the love I have for college jerseys. But still one of my absolute favorites is the Ohio State black camo from uh, – I think I want to say that was the 2016 game. Yeah, it was 2016 at the shoe, and they did that blackout. Oh my, that was that's a beautiful jersey. Unless 2016 or maybe that was 2015, they did a they did the throwback Ohio State ones that were red and had the uh, 
gray stripes down the middle. Those were a good one too. Like I just yeah. love I love alternative uniforms. They make yeah. me so happy. Notre Dame's that they wore against Ohio State this year. I Green. love those ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. College is better in the jersey College, department. They have so much more liberty to just get crazy with their brand and I absolutely adore it. It makes me so happy. Yep. Well, I think we could probably end on that note. Though. I would say I mean, because so. if not, we're going to be stuck talking about jerseys, jerseys for the next Who knows? two hours. Yeah. I mean, I can go jerseys all day, all night. <laughs> Just love jerseys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think we can probably call it on that. I so. would say so. Um, once again, thanks for listening tuning in. Uh, encourage you to find us on any social media platform you can. That's BT Bleachers on everything except for Instagram and TikTok, in which we were beyond the bleachers. So, Find us there. Follow us there. Uh, I'll be posting stuff eventually. As of right now, we haven't posted anything. I think by the time this comes out, we'll already have some stuff on there. But no, uh, do it. Listen to us wherever you want. Share us to your friends. Tell them about it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, we're having fun. I'm having fun. He's Lots. having fun. Lots. Speak for him. He's having fun. Uh, but no, this is an ongoing thing. I said, follow us there. Keep up to date with what we're going to do and try and put some more stuff out. But um, yeah, that and I love jerseys. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs>